This is a Star Wars 7x7 bonus episode where we're going to take a deeper look at the trailer, the teaser, really, just released for The Mandalorian at the D23 Expo. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So yeah, it finally happened. It's real. There's a teaser for The Mandalorian and it is officially posted on the Star Wars YouTube channel. No more having to hunt down illicit YouTube videos and daily motion videos or things on Reddit randomly trying to find the footage that's been out there. So what we're going to talk about here on this episode are some of the highlights from that teaser, and I'll also flag things that were shown at Celebration Chicago, which are now also appearing in this teaser for you. So, in fact, I'm going to start off by talking about that aspect specifically. There were two full scenes of footage that were shown to people attending Star Wars Celebration, the Mandalorian panel at Celebration Chicago. The first of those scenes is actually shown in the teaser trailer, at least a moment of it is shown, where we get to see Carl Weathers as Grieve Karga, who is managing a stable of bounty hunters, and he meets with the Mandalorian to talk about jobs available and ultimately gives him the initial line on a job that involves Werner Herzog's Imperial Officer character, whatever his deal is. That's a whole other situation. So in the teaser, we see the Mandalorian taking the information chip and getting a meaningful stare from Grieve Karga. Well, that's part of that whole scene. And later on, the next scene is the Mandalorian going to where Werner Herzog is holed up and there are a bunch of stormtroopers guarding him. So in the teaser, when we see near the end the Mandalorian facing down a few Imperial stormtroopers and Werner Herzog talking about bounty hunting being a complicated business, oh gosh... <laughs> He's so awesome. Um, that also is part of the footage that was shown at Celebration Chicago too. As far as locations go in this teaser, my goodness, this is going to be a star-spanning series. I mean, for a start, we know that the area where the Mandalorian shows up in that cantina and in the teaser you see him getting into a bar fight and using his whipcord to lasso a guy and pull him through a door that's about to close and probably cut the guy in half. Um, gruesome. But... That's in sort of a snowy environment. We also get to see more of a lush, verdant environment that's reminiscent of Takadana as his Razor Crest ship is flying across the scenery. There's more of a deserty Tatooine-like place that he's walking around. There's a place where he gets off a ship and there's that giant archway and it almost looks like Wobani-like territory. I'm pretty certain that they are going to introduce new planets to us. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. Certainly going to some places where the Imperials previously had a significant presence would mean that we might be visiting planets we've heard of before, but it seems like this is an opportunity to world build for them, and so they might consider doing new planets about which we know very little. And there's another bit of scenery over which the Razor Crest is flying that looks like something that might have once been a very large body of water, but has since dried up and is now just mud and cracked and pretty amazing looking too. So lots of different possibilities for places we might end up as part of this series, which is a very exciting thing. 
We also see footage of the Mandalorian walking around with IG-11, and it looks like the street fight that they get into where the Mandalorian is actually operating a heavy cannon while IG-11 is walking around the street turning this way and that, and his arms are rotating around with his blaster pistols shooting everything in sight. It looks like the two of them are working together on at least one job in this particular instance, and IG-11, to the best of our knowledge, may be being voiced by Taika Waititi, who was, of course, Korg in Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame, and is also the director of at least one episode of The Mandalorian, was also the director of Thor Ragnarok and will be of Thor Love and Thunder, the fourth Thor movie that's coming out eventually. We also get another look at Cara Dune, the character played by Gina Carano, and unfortunately it's not a moment that really tells us anything more about her or anything like that. Uh, there is also a Twi'lek character pictured who is winking back at somebody. Don't know who she's winking back at, but you know, I saw that and I thought to myself, all right, live action Twi'lek who actually looked like she could, you know, with different colorations resemble Harrison Dula, which made me think, oh my gosh, is it possible we could get Harrison Dula in The Rise of Skywalker? Just putting that out there. I know it's a bit of a tangent, but that's immediately what went through my mind. Then there's also the matter of Giancarlo Esposito, who also appears to be some sort of officer with the Empire. He's wearing stuff that is very reminiscent of General Veers' uniform from The Empire Strikes Back, like that same sort of armor plating situation. And he appears to be traveling with Death Troopers as well. So Werner Herzog is being guarded by Stormtroopers, just garden variety ones, right? I mean, if, if he were super important, you would think Death Troopers would be around him. But then again, maybe he's just more of a, an imperial dignitary, if you will, compared to whoever Giancarlo Esposito is. You would imagine that he is of a higher military rank because he is commanding the presence of death troopers alongside him. So there's that for you to consider as well. And then there's the music too. The music is really very trippy. I mean, it's almost very Blade Runner-like in its way. Very much a vangelis sort of you know techno-electronic kind of feeling to it. And... Ludwig Gornson is the gentleman who's scoring the series. I don't necessarily know if this is his work. I've been looking to see if it is, and I haven't seen any official confirmation of that. Occasionally with teasers and trailers, it is not actually the composer of the film or the TV series who is doing the music for the teaser or the trailer, so it's possible that it's not his work, but if it is indicative of the kind of music, the kind of scoring that we're going to have in the series, and, you know, between that and Warner Herzog himself, who just adds an incredible element of danger to the proceedings, this is really going to be a <laughs> remarkable series, I think. It certainly has the potential for it based on these limited looks that we've got at it so far. I'm going to take a quick break, and then one last note about the teaser. I've been seeing some comments online about this one aspect, but there's something that's getting missed, and I want to flag that for you, so stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. 
Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. So at the end of the teaser, very near the end of the teaser, there is a shot where you get to see a poor victim of the Mandalorian who's been encased in carbonite, which is naturally a shocking image. Harkens back, of course, to the glory days of The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. But what I'm not seeing talked about or mentioned is that if you look very carefully at that shot, it's not one carbonite block there. There are actually four of them stacked, one behind the other, behind the other, behind the other. There are four different prisoners in what appears to be probably the cargo hold of the Razor Crest, because if you look to the right, there's like crash webbing there, and so it occurs to me that that is probably inside the hold of a ship, and yeah, he's caught more than one bounty, or at least whatever job he was working required at least four people to be captured. So there is more than one person in Carbonite in his ship, which is pretty exciting because that means we are going to see a lot of action. And just based on the image of the first person that we see in that Carbonite block, doesn't look like any of the people with whom he got in that bar fight with in the scene just before it that's shown in the teaser. So that is going to be a whole other scenario entirely. And that is going to do it for my look at the Mandalorian teaser for you and for this bonus episode of the show as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.